Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Grind, a podcast about content creation. You're here joined by two co-hosts of Waypoint. We've got Jordan. What's up, everyone? And we've got Chris. Hey, how you doing? And today we are joined by a very special guest, founding member of Point in Progress, Mario Rivera. Hey, how's it going, everybody? <laughs> new, new, new venture. Yes. <laughs> so everyone's yes. getting used to saying how to say it. <laughs> We've been, yeah. we've been practicing for three months, so that way we can be ahead of it. So, everyone, good luck. Good luck with that. <laughs> I like the alliteration of it, though. It makes it fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that, of course, was a, a genius of Sly. Sly came up with the name. Oh, okay. So, uh, to start off, why don't you just tell us a little bit about uh, what that venture is? Uh, yes, uh, Point in Progress, of course, is our podcasting platform where... If you are, are, you know, have an abundance of uh, podcasts that you can find everywhere and you need to find another one, we are another one. Um, but of course, we're trying to uh, attack it in a certainly different way and giving it to be a very accessible podcast. The fact that every episode going forward um, and as of right now still has uh, closed captions that are actually funded by us like we take care of it. So we make sure that um, they're proper because we know that uh, YouTube's version of caps or subtitles really not that great. So we yeah. try to make sure to make that <laughs> as accessible mm-hmm. as possible, including obviously uh, our the entire transcript of our episodes are also available, which is crazy because it's five people talking over each other and it's a lot of work, but we try to make it happen. Um, but of course, yeah, it's a podcast where we talk about the news, talk about our recommendations, you know, the hottest takes that we can think of and just sort of just hang out for an hour and 30 minutes, just, you know, shooting the shit and having different segments. Um, but yeah, definitely just us having a good, good goof. Um, I do love that. We did do a special after Valentine's day special that came out, uh, by the time you're watching this. So definitely check that out. It's really silly if you want to get to know all of our personalities. So definitely give us a shot. What are some of your hot takes? Let us know. In the description, too. Uh, My hot takes? Uh, The Clone Wars is bad, but that's not a hot take. That's everyone. Everyone thinks the Clone Wars are bad. Um, Hold on. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, Attack of the Clones. (laughs) Oh, really? Attack of the Clones or Clone Wars the Animated Show? Oh, Attack of the Clones. I said... Oh, God. Yeah, you said Clone Wars, so... Oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. (laughs) Attack of the Clones, bad. Chris about died there. However, hot take. I was about to just get off of this podcast right now. Hot take. Phantom Menace, though. It's good. That's not a hot take. I agree with you. Yeah. I, I think Twitter it's good. Is just better yeah. than Attack of the Clones. Way better. And better than Revenge of the Sith. That movie sucks. Boom. That's a hot that's take. Not, okay. Hot okay. Take. Yeah. Revenge of the Sith does not age at all. It doesn't age. It's bad. It's no. Data Child. It, it's, it needs to be locked in the past. There you go. Mm-hmm. Stubbs and Zombies. Good. Play Stubbs and Zombies. <laughs> that's some of the stuff that you can expect at Point in Progress. <laughs> Actually, uh, one of the ones that it's not in the episodes right now, I think it's like a locked content, so I don't know if it'll ever come out, but Sly said um, they believe that the Clone Wars movie, the cartoon movie, mm-hmm. is the best Star Wars movie. And I, I don't, don't agree, I don't with agree with them. <laughs> I don't agree with them at all. That's mm. a take for sure. But I let That's them talk for like five, ten minutes straight, and they had their piece, and I did not agree with it. It's definitely an opinion. We need to get <laughs> them with the Josh <laughs> who can have the hotter take. <laughs> By all means, please submit some to the, to the show so we can talk about them. Um, 
so about the transcript thing, uh, yes. if you can give a bit behind the scenes, like how does something like that work? As of right now, the way that it has been working, and this has really just been the first sort of instance of it, uh, we, mm -hmm. of course, uh, originally I thought that the, not everyone was going to end up be doing it. I thought it was like one person's particular job. But no, it really needs to be something that we all have to have hands-on in, so that way we can make sure that episodes come out in time. Mm -hmm. Because we're talking over an hour and 30. Uh, by the way, Sly, who uh, is, uh, is deaf, is also doing the ones that's transcribing. <laughs> So it's definitely difficult. <laughs> and so for us to also be able to, to be able to hear, we have to definitely make sure we take part and, and do our part to help. Mm -hmm. Um, because they were doing it all on their own for a minute. And that was that's no that doesn't no, we have to help. <laughs> so of course, uh now it's I'll take this segment of time and then I listen to that segment. That then this person listens to that segment and that's it. Sly oh, then okay. uh goes over it. And then make sure that it's like sounds right <laughs> in terms of the way that it's read. So, and also mm -hmm. all the pronunciations and stuff like that. And then they make sure that that, of course, is what goes into the YouTube video. That, of course, you can watch the video and hit CC. Um, it shows up as CC if you're searching for a video. So, mm -hmm. you know oh, that nice. it's accessible to you um, if you want to, you know, listen to the content. And so, so I apologize for being like unfamiliar with the with the process. And so so I mean basically it's literally it's like you'll it sounds like you guys have yeah. it kind of divvied up between us, but it's like you you literally you, you listen to sections of it and you're and you're typing it all out like like yeah. yourselves. Yeah. So from what I see that Sly has done, it basically we take the auto generated from the YouTube, and then we have a just a Google Doc that has the entire thing, but it's not like. Mario says this, Sly says this, Harv says this. Mm -hmm. We have to actually go in and manually hear the person that's speaking, put the name in, and then it, oh, wow. you know, attribute the, the sentence in for every single person. Wow. So okay. it, gets, it gets, especially when people are cross-talking, it definitely gets hard. Um, luckily, it does look like YouTube does have that ability to just put multiple people. So you can see, like, you know, Sly says this, I say this, blah, 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 blah. So it is pretty smart with that. In terms of the technical of how it goes into the YouTube, Sly take care of that, so I'm not positive. But mm -hmm. I just know that they have set up the system for us to go by guidelines, so that way we can make it work. Yeah, I think wow, there's okay. a way to upload yeah. your own subtitles. I think yeah, there's I think there, there a couple is file that, types. There, yeah. yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I was trying to do it that way, so we would have to use the YouTube uh, auto captions but uh because yeah. there's a plugin for obs yeah. that, that can do closed captions but it can only do it for one source so i have it set for my mic so but it can't capture discord yeah, at the same time the so <laughs> <laughs> sticking uh, with the youtube yeah. ones for now <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> yeah so just mario give us like the the, the cliff notes of like your life story but like more so in like the content creation journey like where where you come where did you come from and then like why did you choose content creation what about it's always spoken to you sure sure yeah I mean I, I think from such an early age I've always been in a big fan of watching movies and films and getting into sort of like the minutia behind them so for instance like uh, Goonies is one of my favorite movies of all time so of course whenever like Blu-rays or DVDs like later in life came out. I would just search and dive through every possible documentary that they've had, or, you know, they had like a 10 minute uh, music video associated with it. And I was, I was like, always like, like why, you know, what goes into actually making these things. And so years later, um, when I went through college and tried to get a degree in video and animation, 
just to see like the actual tools that you need to bring this all together as somebody. Now, granted, I feel like a lot of that I could have learned <laughs> thanks to YouTube because YouTube is a pretty solid teaching platform and I'm learning things constantly on YouTube. Yeah, And it definitely was um, roughly around the time when sort of G4 ended and I noticed there was a transition to, I've seen a lot of similar things on to, yeah, exactly. Uh, to re oh, welcome back by the resurrected like Jesus. Uh, <laughs> uh, when uh, Revision 3 was sort of like out and I noticed like Adam Sessler is working there or I've seen these, 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 these um, uh, Alex Albrecht, who was in the, one of the first few episodes of Screensavers that turned into Attack of the Show. I remember he had a show called The Totally Rad Show. And they were releasing this on the internet. I wasn't watching this on cable or TV. So, of course, I'm like, this is incredible. Like, I fanboy, Destructoid, like all these different things. Eventually, Red V3 Games, which then led me to IGN, which then led me to Kind of Funny and that, so on. So following that trend and watching all these online content of wanting to be a part of it, wanting to be in that same field and making those things, just doing things that are just generally fun and that people attach to and have a reverence for. I've always had that as a fan. So wanting to actually take that for myself and uh, apply it and do it for myself. So when I you know, got the DualShockers gig, that was basically what I was trying to do with the YouTube channel was to make it like a platform that some people would want to watch. Um, and some people did, some people didn't. <laughs> but at the same time, it was, you know, your your way of sort of like putting yourself out there. So yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. I think that's been the journey has been like all those old things from loving movies, loving the making of them, and then seeing that the fact you could do it so easily here on the net got it okay and was dual shockers kind of your first in your opinion kind of professional uh job in the industry yeah one 100 okay yeah uh dual shockers is as uh as much as uh <laughs> the conversation is, is changing on dual shockers dual shockers gave me my start um the very first video that i've ever worked on with them was uh they sent me to las vegas Oh, wow. to oh, that's WWE cool. 2K20. Yo, what? Event? Yeah, that was the first. So I'll tell you the meeting because the meeting is wonderful. So I uh, did a podcast years before called The Model Citizen Show with my friend Logan Moore, Michael Ruiz, and Max Roberts. And we just, you know, it was a fun, fun thing we did. And they, of course, were writers for website um, before, I think it was called Game Rev. They then moved on to Tool Shockers, and then this opportunity came up where I was like, "Hey, um, come come talk to us." And then I talked to Logan and I talked to their editor in chief at the time, Lou. And basically, they were like, "Hey, we have this thing we have. We need a videographer. Um, you know, we're gonna set you up. We're gonna go with Michael. Um, we're gonna go to Las Vegas." And I'm like, "Vegas, okay." That's my first assignment. Cool. Uh, yeah, you're gonna be uh, filming uh, WWE wrestlers. Uh, playing NBA 2K or NBA WWE 2K20 at the time, and I'm like, say less. I'm uh, I'm in. <laughs> when do I leave? Yeah, when do I leave? When do I go? Um, and then of course after that meeting, I like flipped the hell out. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? And then they like sent us a press. Re I got like my first press release, which was like, this is who's gonna be there, and it was like, oh my god. Um, so yeah, then me and Mike went to Las Vegas. <laughs> um but yeah just stuff like that uh was just pretty pretty i could go on that i, I was gonna, i'm trying to transition i could talk about it forever um but yeah but going from that to then doing sort of like 
my first video reviews for video games, like people like an actual like review that I've seen on G4 or something like that and doing my own spin on it and uh, taking other people's words and then converting them and making them into something that, you know, that they originally just think of when they type when they're playing something and now I'm giving it life and giving it a video associated with it. Um, early on, we were also doing where like they could voice over their own videos if they wanted to. So really just trying to be as collaborative with that as well to give that a voice because it wasn't really there on DualShockers before. A lot of DualShocker videos, if you look, are all gameplay stuff, which is cool. Yeah. But at the same time, just like it wasn't, there was no personality to it. So we just tried to bring that to it. And do you consider yourself more of a writer, reviewer, like the person that has your own thoughts that you want to get out there? Or do you prefer kind of doing the, here are someone's thoughts, I'm going to help maybe trim the fat and uh, translate it to a different medium like video because sometimes the way you read something isn't the same way you listen to something yeah that's fair i would say that i, I do feel like i have multifacets. it just depends on the day on how i'm feeling like there are days okay. where i'm like yeah i'm a producer day where i want to produce and make something make someone else's thing happen or you know put my spin on it and make it happen so like the review stuff was definitely something that in my opinion was fun to do because i was helping others and uh, make and, and doing my version of their thing Mm -hmm. um, then there's, there's days where I do just want to sit in front of the camera and just give out my thoughts. And I think a lot of that energy went into what we considered to call uh, dual shocker discussions, which it's a lot of this podcast. It's me talking to you, talking to the viewer, but also talking to the person across from me and expounding on what I feel and what I believe. So I feel like that's where I was the most. Um, there are times where I do want to do like sort of like the, um, the expose, the like editorial where I, you know, I will produce the thing. And I think that might be something I go do to do, continue to do forward, um, especially when I try to like bring back my own channel um, up a bit. But yeah. yeah, I would say that those were the two things. It was the podcasty thing, and it was producing other people's stuff. So really, it just flipped on the day. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Chris, Any? Oh, I'll say. Uh, one sec. We just thought came in, and it just left. So. That's totally my fault. I went with a little pin and popped that bubble. It only no. ever happens on camera, though. Exactly. Like, I feel no, like exactly. I have them ready beforehand, and then I get here, yeah. and I'm just like, exactly. oh, it's gone. Um, <laughs> any editing horror stories you have? That's always a good one. Yeah. So, when Final Fantasy VII Remake came out, they, I won't say who gave it the idea to do the video, but we had to do it. The, the the idea floated around like hey what if we did a video that was every cutscene into a movie oh jeez oh no yeah so basically i had to watch someone basically play the game ahead of me because i didn't get a chance to play it early um the reviewer and someone else did the uh, uh, i won't say who it is um it doesn't matter <laughs> i don't know why i'm like damn those people it was scott scott white did it uh scott white played uh play the game and record all the footage and he recorded every chapter and then basically as someone who wanted to play the game but didn't want to get spoiled i would just whatever they look like a cutscene, i just skim so gameplay cut all the way out skim 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 and then eventually uh we i cut what yeah there's what 18 chapters in that game so it sounds right 40 i don't know how many hour movie but it was a long ass movie yeah and then basically they're extensive too like they're yeah. not short yeah and i'm trying not to pay attention but i'm seeing things and especially I'm seeing towards it. the end of the game especially <laughs> towards the end of the game which still and i got that semi spoiled for me from another uh thing but 
that that's that's fine it was it was kind of interesting this is all before the game came out too oh wow so okay. i'm just so i'm just like knowing shit uh as uh the game's going through and so i you know get to the point where i cut it all i finally cut it it took days uh, to do and then of course um the video would not render because it was so big and i don't know uh, why it was just too big. <laughs> my computer for some reason would just not do it that's so awful i was like and they wanted me to render it out as one long thing yeah um yeah you couldn't do it in, in pieces we're using uh was it premiere what program it were was you premiere. Using? yeah it was okay premiere. yeah that sounds that tracks yep <laughs> so i'm like okay this video is too long fine um it's you know way past i don't even know how many long like let's just say 13 hours um so then of course i'm like well i'm gonna have to break this up so finally after trial and error of multiple tries of like where is the soft spot to like cut in between these to make it i ended up making it three parts but First of all, don't accept the, the plan to uh, cut a whole game's cutscene, especially a JRPG. That's a dumb idea. Just yeah. no one's gonna watch it either. I know that people watch the ones online. Just no, it's not worth the effort. Was it like the uh, short yeah, ten-hour games stuck. that they watch? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not the hundred-hour. <laughs> Yeah. I think his I think his mind was in the right place, Scott, because I'm that type of person that I'm like, oh yeah, the sequel to that's coming out. I'm not replaying. Just let me watch the cutscenes, get the mm. idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the idea was there, and then Scott uh, recorded it. Lou is the one that had the idea, but yeah, uh, it's still. I just think that no, the, you're, someone else will do this. We don't have to do this. Yeah, <laughs> like, and it's like not to shit on the idea though either. It's like, but it's like if I want to recap, I'll try and find like a little five minute thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like exactly. I don't know that I'm mm-hmm. blocking out 13 hours of my week so I can watch like, rewatch every cutscene from Final Fantasy again. Yeah, you know? It also <laughs> definitely depends on the game because I know um, I've been trying to watch. I did a few times with the uh, Spider-Man PS4, and like that one, the longest sure. one I've seen is like six because they yeah. also like to keep the story moments that come during gameplay in there. And, yeah. like, that's a big movie. So I can't even imagine Final Fantasy uh, Seven. Yeah. At least they didn't have <laughs> yeah. you do it, do it with, like, Kingdom Hearts or something. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that would have been, <laughs> been bad. Uh, or even a Yakuza game. Even though as much as I love Yakuza oh, games, geez. every scene is a cutscene. Mm. So it's like... Yeah, you would have no cutting to do. It would just be one giant video. <laughs> it's yeah, just, just the fights. That's just a long like, play. Yeah. And, like, the fights are cooler looking than the cutscenes. I'm waiting um, for yeah, like a dragon. I, I, that was definitely probably the one where I'm, like, Let's never do this again. It's not cost beneficial. I mean, the views are not even. We don't get. We barely get views off of that. And obviously, this is what ended up happening. The first video did pretty decently. Then the rest just dropped. You know. Yeah. So, I'm I'm curious as to what the video is at right now. I haven't looked in years, but yeah, I know exactly what you mean because we did one of the things we started off this channel was uh, the PS Plus collection ranking. The first ah. episode did pretty good middle one not so great and the third one did okay like i don't know what yeah, happens the, why they the skip the middle ones one are in the third one like the third ones are top five that's where all the good games are and nobody watched it <laughs> yeah. well no more people watched that in the middle which is where we had our great discussion of uh batman and uh final fantasy 15 no- yeah batman and noctis yeah I think the problem with that one is the thumbnail is that you, you, Batman fans and Final Fantasy XV fans don't really overlap all that much. Right. Sure. It's a very small Venn diagram. <laughs> it's me and you, that's it. That's <laughs> all I said, that's it, nobody else. <laughs> so, I, actually, I was actually curious. Uh, um, before, before we got into this, I actually I went back and watched your, uh, your little sizzle reel that you had linked on, on Twitter again. I was like, I gotta, I gotta get familiar again. I wanna make sure I know what I'm talking about. And... Uh, you are, of course, 
in, in your own words, a featured guest and host. And so uh, as uh, a big fan of, of all of these these different properties and content creators, I actually, I was I was very curious about what the experience is like working with people like What's Good Games, uh, you're on the Beyond podcast and kind of funny games. Like I think all three of us are big fans of, of all three of those. And you actually got to go do it. I mean, you know, that's 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 yeah. the dream. Like, like what's what what what's that kind of kind of look like? Do they just be like, hey, do you want to be on? And then you just kind of show up. Like the like the, how much preparation is involved. Like I'm just curious as to how that works. Uh well, it just uh, it, it was different from all of them. Um, they were all different w- ways that I, I managed to get involved. So I'll start with probably the first one. First one that obviously was uh you know game over Greggy. Mm-hmm. Um, Basically, I decided in the middle of the night, and I don't know why I did it. A lot of times, you know, when you see me on Twitter at that Mario Rivera, uh, you'll see that at night I have sad boy hours, and for some reason, and Big this we all, yeah, Big uh, it was like four o'clock in the morning, and for some reason, I'm like, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm Hispanic. I am uh, a voice in the video game industry because I work at Dualshockers. If you possibly want to feature me on your show, by all means. Which, by the way. I don't have that energy. I didn't have that stock beforehand. I just randomly made that. I just said that. You shot your shot. I shot my shot. And luckily, I think a lot of it had to do with, and it's I give all the the praise to Andy Cortez, because I think Andy Cortez, something about this was probably waning in his mind. And I feel like that was the spark that needed to be to make that happen, um, because he obviously pitched it then to the meeting and then told all the boys that they should do it. Mm-hmm. And then that happens. So that was the first thing where I did that. Nothing came from it for a week. And then I was watching Andy's stream. He was doing uh, Mario Galaxy. Mm-hmm. And I just left like a subscribe of like, you know, thank you so much. Because I think I saw him like it or something. Yeah. It's like, hey, thank you so much for liking my tweet. You know, I think you're, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, hey, Mario, uh, keep in touch. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and a week, uh, like a week later, that's when I got uh, an email from none other than uh, Greg Miller. And I was like, this, this is a fake? Like, what's going on here? And then I read it, and it had his face in the little picture thing. And, yeah, I was uh, basically saying, hey, we loved your idea. Uh, we're going to make a whole week out of it. Um, you're going to kick it off, and then we're going to go from there. So at that point, I was like, oh, I thought – I was like – I shot my shot, obviously, just like, hey, for me. And then I was happy the fact that – it allowed then a week of other people being mm-hmm. able to, to do that, which was insane um, to be even a little bit of an inspiration, which I believe I, I give myself 2% credit. I give everything to Andy. Um, but the fact that, yeah, that was a thing. And then basically, yeah. So it was an email invite and then it was, you know, me them giving me my discord information, which of course that's what a lot of us are doing right now. Discord yeah. is such a key tool mm-hmm. in, in this age, especially in the pandemic. So yeah. Basically, exactly. Basically, ten minutes before, uh, we I jumped into a private chat like this, and it was me, Greg, and Kevin, <laughs> and uh, it was it was a, a quick one because we were like we got kind of like shot put immediately onto the mm-hmm. screen, and I will tell you I was nervous as hell uh, because I didn't know what to expect. But the beauty of it, what ended up being, was we had the confidence monitor, which is basically mm-hmm. you can see what it's going to look like. And that's mm-hmm. what I used to watch the the episode. So mm-hmm. basically, I just put it full screen for that. I see me and I see him, and I just pretended in my mind that I was watching the show, not mm-hmm. actually. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, like there's sometimes when they'll make a point, and I'll be like, F, you know, whatever this and that. So you know, we try, yeah. we try. Sitting there, like, damn, they got a good looking guest on this show. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, no, that's what I was just saying to Chris actually yeah. before you came on, where it's like I feel like I listen to some episodes of any podcast, and I'm, uh, but I'll talk about gaming where I'm just like, oh wow, I have so much to say, or like, oh my god, you guys are forgetting this one big fact. How 100%. dare you? Because I'm never listening to it live, so I can never get into you're wrong. Yes. And then there's other times where I hear a story, even a whole episode, where I'm like, I would have had nothing to say. Like I have, you know, no brain, just vibes yeah. about certain topics. And that week was dry. That was a dry week mm -hmm. for me. It was yeah. someone found an Xbox yeah. somewhere. That was the news story, and I was like, "Oh, jeez! All right, let's let's do this." Um, and then basically, yeah, we, I just turned the blinders on, and I just talked to Greg as if he was a normal person, and just had a time in my life just talking to him, having a good time, trying to not be an overtalky guest, trying to monitor what I'm saying, um, because this, I mean, as much as I was doing Dual Shockers discussion videos where I was talking to everyone else, you know, mm -hmm. this was the first time where I felt like the eyes were definitely on me at this point. Yeah. So, you know, because we do that offline. This was online. Right. I didn't even pay attention to the chat at all, like, the whole time. I ended up rewatching it later just to watch the chat because, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes you want to you see some things. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that was that was, that was was a crazy experience. I mean, then go, going on to, say, like, uh, IGN to Beyond, all I did was I, I opened my mouth again. I just <laughs> said on – I think I – Donald Bush said something about the fans or something going on with the fans of PlayStation or something. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what it was. And I was like, I would love to talk to it on your show. <laughs> He's like, okay. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. What? <laughs> all right, okay. And then he did yeah. me and the same thing. Just give me the discord details. I'm still on their discord. Um, and uh, what secrets do you have? secretly forever. <laughs> I mean, I look at it. You know, I'm the, <laughs> it's funny because I will look at it and you can see who's in what channel. And so I just like, Oh, they're recording this. <laughs> oh, that's, that's oh, very cool. Um, so that's that's fun. Um, but otherwise, you know, bad. I'm just lurking in there. Hopefully, they don't hear this. Uh, <laughs> I don't like, think anyone from IGN is watching this. You're good. <laughs> you never no, know. Sure. You, never you never know, know after next. You never weeks. know. I, I never know, man. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, apparently uh, they were watching Dual Tracker videos, so I don't, I don't know. Who hey. knows? Um, but at the same time, yeah. So I did that. Did uh, I ended up being feeling a little bit more looser because uh, better stuff was happening that time. Mm -hmm. I was doing more improv-y stuff, mm -hmm. and because I already was pre-warmed with the kind of funny things. And then the only one that I was, like I was like shot in the dark one where I was, like I not I didn't put in work really. I, I basically was like, hey, I set the tone already with the other two things. I'm going to then write an email to Andrew and because on their website, and I don't know if they still have it on there now, but. You can contact them and you can write, uh, you know, hi, I'm this said person. I, you know, strive to be in the video games industry. I have a YouTube channel. Um, you know, for me, it was obviously it was like, hey, I was just on Kind of Funny Games Daily. I was just on IGN. Uh, really love your show. Really love everything that you guys do for the community. Is there anything that I could do uh, to be a part of the show? Mm -hmm. And then basically, like not long after, Andrew Renee emailed me back and said yes. Um, except it wasn't right away, like Kind of Funny or that it was like a month later so mm -hmm. it was uh it was like a, a revolving schedule of like could happen could not happen luckily mm -hmm. it, it stuck <laughs> um but those are yeah those are just things that can happen just by putting yourself out there and then having a foundation in some way like i don't necessarily think you need a dual shockers to do what i did um i think it is just to be no, not known but basically just be be outward uh facing so mm -hmm. like if you have a podcast make sure that's on your twitter bio make sure that you have links to it um you know if you are someone that is a video person definitely have a demo reel somewhere nearby so that way people can like once they see your name they look it's like oh because i've had people now since those meetings and people have reached out to me like smaller creators like uh pixel chris is one of them and 
Kevin Diaz uh, from PlayStation Source, who just mm-hmm. reached out to me, and I was like, "Yeah, come on my video." I I, I looked at your I looked at your uh, YouTube channel, I looked at your demo reel, and I was really impressed by it. Yeah, come on in. Why not? And that's all it really takes. Um, to be honest, obviously, I'm smaller on the totem pole when it comes to IGN and stuff like that. Yeah. But hey, if it ends up benefiting that person in the long run too, that mm-hmm. that's also awesome. So yeah, just keep collaborating, mm-hmm. keep keep that conversation going. It's a good message. I actually yeah. really like that because we've mm-hmm. been doing a lot of collabs lately and like it really helps and you see everybody else going through that type of, I mean, no pun intended, but the grind of it all. <laughs> yeah, I think the the collaborations is definitely a key because, you know, people have their small pocket communities and mm-hmm. sometimes they all join mm-hmm. together. We all end up liking the same central thing. Like I'll say a lot of us are a kind of funny fans. He's wearing a kind of funny shirt as we speak. Yep. So yeah. that's a central thing, but we're all spreading out and doing our own things. But then mm-hmm. if we interact with each other, then hopefully it would just keep linking and keep getting more people. So exactly. that's hopefully with Point in Progress, it's a similar thing. It's just like, hey, do you remember me from DualShockers? <laughs> then maybe you'll like this. But do you also know that other person? And then they're friends of this, and they're friends with Tell Two Friends, and they're friends with Tell Two Friends. Yeah. It's, <laughs> the, it's the Wayne's World anomaly. Why not? <laughs> Now, are you more of um, where a person where you want to kind of practice your craft, maybe at a Dual Shockers or on your own channel, and then work your way up to how you got on Kind of Funny, What's Good Games, IGN? Or do you kind of take the route of, I'm going to just put myself out there, and if I bomb, I bomb, I still learned from it? I think doing your own thing is the same yeah. thing as that. Like, for instance, uh, like no one watched my YouTube channel, but I had a YouTube channel before Dual Shockers. And I had videos that I just put out there, like, here's me talking about the Will Smith movie Focus. And it's just me doing a voiceover over the movie Focus. Or here's uh, here's me Let's Playing uh, Mario Brothers 3. And it's just my voice. And you just do, like, it just, you, you have to practice first, I think, before you do that. Because, yeah, you will burn bright, <laughs> you know? you'll As much as, like, people, like, uh, I'm not... Yeah, I'll mention it. Like Philip Mewson, in a way, like he had a YouTube channel, he had a basis, but I felt like he got to a point in place where he burnt just mm-hmm. a little bit too bright too early, and he you you saw what happened. He sort of like fizzled out, and now he's trying to claim it back up. So I, he did it the wrong way. But in terms of like, yes, develop yourself on a, on a YouTube channel, but set uh, logical goals to go upwards. Mm-hmm. Me talking is somewhat easier now, but it's because I kept doing it for a year before I ended up talking to Greg Miller. So as long right. as you guys are constantly involved in talking, and I can be pretty loud, so, <laughs> so uh, it all just comes from that. But yeah, I just say just doing doing your own thing first, practice up, and then reach the goal that you feel is attainable. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. nice. Yeah, no. So it's. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll go ahead. No, it's all you. I was just gonna say, kind of like just along the grind like i kind of just take a step back from streaming just because of how much i was been i've been working lately it's like i don't have time for work waypoint and streaming it's like so it's like one of these things gotta go and it's not waypoint it's not work (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so it's one of those things it was it was a hard decision but you know yeah one of the things that i realized is Mm -hmm. it's tough for me and it's tough because i am very much a consumer I have to stop consuming things. Mm-hmm. So that means I have to stop watching all these things that I love in order for me to facilitate and do those things. Like you're saying, like to get a job or to, you know, video edit or make mm-hmm. a podcast or something like that. You have to, you do have to lose something. And mm-hmm. if you are too invested in those other things, I mean, I noticed that that's why I, when I hear like directors and this is because I you know listen to too much stuff, they'll say that they didn't see the latest movies that year because they were too busy working on their own thing. Yep. So it happens to everyone. 
don't be afraid of your backlog. Eventually you can catch up on things. Um, but certain things like, like right today is a good example. Like I might not have been watching kind of funny for forever, but Hey, I love Nintendo direct. So I'm going to tune in for their Nintendo, you know, see what they got to say about that. Mm-hmm. It's not true. I listen to them every day. Uh, <laughs> so you got to find those, uh, hat throw, get hype moments. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, 100%. Yeah. Or, you know, finding out that sister act three has been confirmed. While Seth Ross gets announced for Smash, so good, so good. Oh, such a great moment. Oh I'm excited because I'm sure there's going to be a Mario Golf thing that Greg might have freaked out for. So, we'll, we'll see. oh yeah, oh he definitely did. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm excited to see that. I didn't watch it, but I just based off his Twitter reaction, I'm like, oh he freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all he wanted from the direct, and he got it, so yeah. he was happy. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. It was the best. It was the best announcement, and I'm just putting. I'm putting the that blink down right now that's the best thing coming out of the direct come at me oh, um I agree. <laughs> I agree so yeah hot take <laughs> <laughs> to walk a step or two uh just as far as like putting yourself out there and, and setting goals i know that setting goals will will look different depending on what kind of content you want to create is diff- different on the person and that sort of thing but but when you're kind of getting getting started or even like joining in, in dual structures what kind of what kind of goals did you set for yourself before you got to the point that you're at now uh yeah well so for that specific thing i was coming in with like a pre-established brand right so mm-hmm. people know dual shockers by the name primarily but they didn't necessarily i would say like i get comment i saw comments lately that still says oh i didn't know dual shockers had a you know a youtube channel right so really the first thing i did was all right we got to start establishing an identity what is what is our identity and then go from there so mm-hmm. making the videos uh uniform in a certain way where they can like they're stylistically the same so they're you know that they're from this specific thing mm-hmm. so early on it was like okay it has we have this intro that we kind of use all the time which is a sort of like loud noise that like pulsely pulsely sticks you down and then you go into the video um has the same end screens the lower thirds have to look very similar because before it was sporadic man it mm-hmm. looked inconsistent and not that great thumbnails thumbnails need to be consistent um things like that so making the presentation for those things to be uh, as well connected to what you're trying to say and what you want to do, I think is definitely key. Um, The other thing obviously then was establishing ideas and and things that were consistent. So like we had a couple different, um, even though our our release schedule was sporadic, we had some ideas and we were finally, I feel like getting to the point where we were connecting to it, which was like Mondays or gameplay days, Wednesdays or conversation days. And then Fridays could be, editorials or something interesting mm-hmm. and i feel like having a, a a structure like that of like how you have multiple podcasts right you have a day that you're going to do this a day you're going to do this and day you're going to do that and mm-hmm. that is your release strategy um just really and honing in in, in being consistent on that i would say would yep. be the key thing um there are too many things that i noticed and i and there's some things i learned in my small little period of time working with g uh grv <laughs> where i was like oh okay that makes sense and that's like not releasing multiple things on the same day um, because yeah. you could cannibalize the things you released before mm-hmm. uh, where the Google search will only focus on one versus the other. So those are some things I'm taking to heart. So those are, those are like little things that I think that are things you should be focusing on is just keeping a consistent voice, have a content strategy that you you like to do and don't be afraid to change because sometimes things end or things don't continue. And then basically, yeah, uh, make sure that you release consistently. I mean, that's that's basically it. Right? That was or that's one, two, or three, whatever. They're all the same. Yeah. 
Mm. Different, but but also part of the same step. <laughs> yes, they're all part of the same triangle. Whatever, <laughs> whatever shape you want. It's all a Ponzi scheme. Now we're going straight to the top, baby, to the moon. <laughs> That's right. Move. No, it's actually a funnel. You see? Ah, uh, there oh you my go. God, <laughs> straight to the bottom. Started from the bottom. <laughs> now we're here, and now we're back down. <laughs> it's actually more of a roller coaster. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. No, one hundred percent. Because one video do great, and then the next video doesn't. Mm. Like, oh yeah, that's always the case. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. as far as far as that, did, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Discord calls, man. I'm telling you. No, oh, yeah. Do you have a, a seated chair, the marble chair? Oh yeah, yeah. Got the chair. Uh, very nice. Very nice. Thank uh, you. Not jealous at all. <laughs> not at all. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to kill him and take it from him. Nope. <laughs> Yeah. I've never like hidden it. Like I've given the links out <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to pay for it. I'm, I'm poor. That's <laughs> true. Okay, well, let's get those views up. Let's do get a sponsorship going. Do what I did. I just they sent me an email. I was like, hey, you want to do review a Captain America chair? Yeah, okay. Just sending me a five hundred dollar chair. Do you think spamming their inbox would work? <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, no. Uh, yeah. yeah, don't which, do that. Uh, which company did you do your Captain America one with? Uh, Eda Seats, I think is the name of the company. But the video is on okay. Dualshocker. Yeah, so you can watch this it. This one's from Neo Chair. Ah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I know it's not related to like content creation at all, but was it a nice chair? Uh, it was a nice chair, but I couldn't sit in it. So I had a, I ended up giving it to one of my editors. So hey, you do the all video. Right. If you, you, you uh, please the people that sent the video or you'll send you the chair. Make sure it's fair that, you know, your actual thoughts don't lie and say you love the chair. I said, <laughs> I said that my ass can't fit in it, but other people could. And so, and then I gave it to my friend because um, I have the Secret Labs chair. The Secret Labs chair is awesome. It's mm -hmm. part of the reason nice. why I got this DX Racer chair because I got the King series that I could actually fit in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Paid an arm and a leg for damn it. Racer but... seats. Those racer seats are just, oh. oh. And they kind of, they kind of point inward. It's real weird. Yeah. It's cool yeah, my legs go in, but still my I don't know. That was bad. <laughs> so on on that note then, as as somebody that, that I think for mm -hmm. at, at least for years has has worked primarily in, in reviews and that sort of thing, and and it seems like you've had the opportunity to actually like work with the, the companies that make these games and, and that sort of thing and then later later review them and that and that sort of thing. Is there always like a like a trepidation? It's like, hey, we want you to, to review our game or write about it or talk about it, and then you play it and you're like, Oh no, this game wasn't very good. Yeah. Um that happened to me recently where I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to do, I want to do my first writing gig. And my big mm -hmm. writing gig was uh, for a game called Twin Mirror, uh, which is the Donut game that came out in December. Mm -hmm. um, you might not have heard of it because I've not seen any major press. I've not heard of it. You're right. Um, the but, name rings a bell, but I couldn't put gameplay in my head if I wanted yeah. to. It's it's very, it's yeah. a Donut game. So it's very much like a Life is Strange uh, kind of thing where it's okay. story, you know, life, tell mm -hmm. me why. Tell me why. Fantastic game. Then... Still need uh, to play that. Twin Mirror came out and it's not as great. But basically, the whole deal was uh, I was like, you know what? There we have a preview opportunity for Twin Mirror. I like Donut games. I like Life is Strange. I like Tell Me Why. Mm -hmm. It looks very Twin Peaksy to me. So and literally Twin was in the name. And I saw I saw the trailer for it um, at E3 last year because I was young. I actually went to E3 to see it, which is kind of cool. cool. Um, Jealous. <laughs> Tell that, tell that story later. Um, but basically, that's on the YouTube channel that nobody watched. Uh, 
but basically, yeah, I was like, okay, preview, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. So they sent me uh, you know a copy of the game, and the demo that they sent, they didn't send me the game right away. They sent you like two hours of it, mm-hmm. which was interesting. I was like, oh, cool. I get a, a little extensive demo. It came with like a PDF of like what uh, you should talk about or what to expect in the future. Okay. For some reason, in this game, also it's it's co-produced by Bandai Namco, and there's a lot of Pac-Man in this game for some reason. Okay. It's like a central, yeah, it's like a central theme. It's so weird. Um, but but basically, during my two-hour play session with it, I was like, you know what? I'm kind of interested. I'm, I'm interested to see where this is gonna go, and I'm actually kind of uh, curious because it kind of reminded me of less Twin Peaks, but more of like because I was also watching. Thank you, kind of funny. I was watching uh, Christopher Nolan in review. Yeah, I literally watched all of the you know the early stuff on and this game was feeling like that and i don't know if it was just because i was heavily influenced by the christopher nolan stuff and i was seeing these things and that's what like my writing thing was was like hey this could be the christopher nolan game that uh that we're looking for you know this might Mm -hmm. be interesting and i write my preview and i write that that's my headline the christopher nolan game we might be looking for and of course uh don't nod or whoever the pr person was was like hey we would love to use your title in our commercials and i was like okay wow. all right yeah all right yeah and then yeah sure enough there's a i have an art piece that literally just says uh the christopher nolan of video games tool trackers cool I'm like, that's okay, awesome I'm freaking cool i'm like this is really cool you can swear it's um, fine no i'm sorry <laughs> no, 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 no you're allowed it's okay <laughs> i it's, i don't remember if the, i'm gonna be on another podcast and they said that it's family friendly i can't remember <laughs> uh, <laughs> definitely not us okay yeah. fucking shit <laughs> uh <laughs> but basically that happened Cool. Got the thing on the in the trailer thing or whatever. Awesome. A couple days before the game comes out, I get the code to play it. I'm playing the game and I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like the game. The game ends up uh, falling flat very quickly. It's very short. Um, they kind of fall flat on the ideas of the game. But basically then I'm like, okay, well. And then of course, before then, I wrote a review. I wrote a preview. I was like, holy shit. I wrote like a whole article. I did a video for it too because I was feeling jazzed about it. I was so yeah. excited. And then um, once the game was like getting closer to coming out and I did the written review, which I, I, I was very proud of, um, when it came to the actual like, hey, should we do a video review of the game? And I'm like, no, let's <laughs> not. Uh, at, at that point, I'm like, we're not doing video games that score below a six. If we're doing a review for videos, Uh-oh. I think, I think we're, like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't think we should do this. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it sucks because I was happy for like, hey, I get to try something early and then. But when you see the final product and then being let down was pretty, pretty, pretty bad. So it really just depended on, um, you know, what to do after that. Luckily, mm-hmm. I was in charge of it. So I'm like, yeah, I don't think we should do it. I just don't think it would be interesting. And I think mm-hmm. it was the right choice at the end yeah. of the day. Um, yeah. Now, what did, what was it that when you got the code, did you not like about it? Was it more that the demo was the best part of the game only? Or was it more like, oh, it's a cool gimmick, but after a full game, it, I can't just, you can't just go off the one gimmick. Um, a lot of it had to do with the story. I mean, the fact that the okay. the story was set up in a way that I thought could go in so many different directions yeah. that I was interested in that because it's very much a game about a, ba- a man who comes back to town after years. His friend is died under you know mysterious causes, but he has a doppelganger that is hanging out with him that he can only see, and you you can show you choose you make your choices between on like uh, his opinion and versus your like uh because you're a journalist so it's like you're like your 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 um your integrity versus like his opinion of it 
And you basically okay. battle it throughout the game. So basically early on, I'm like, do I even trust this person? What is this thing? There was also a section that was very like control-like that was early on in the demo. But then when you get the, then like the demo ends and then you're like, okay, there's so many possibilities where this could go. Oh, by the way, you find a bloody shirt. Apparently you might've killed someone. And literally when the demo ends, the next mission is, oh, someone's dead. Oh, I didn't kill that person. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, so it's automatically defeated of like the whole hook of like the demo of like, oh, I probably killed somebody to like, mm-hmm. no, you actually didn't. And now you have to find out why. And then you find out that, yeah, just other stuff in the game that just ended up that way. So basically it was simply like the presentation began a good, interesting story, but then my mind itself filled in the gaps of where it could go. Mm-hmm. And the game itself never got to where my mind went. Okay. So That's it really is, it is uh, inflated expectations. And I do want to say that for people that think that people are uh, bought off and <laughs> to play and buy games, uh, that is not true. <laughs> we maybe get the game for free sometimes, but we actually have to have our own thoughts and opinions on things. So when we're right or wrong, if you don't like our score or something like that, it's all dictated on the person, a human being, not a site. So if you see a site like IGN and you're like, oh, we hate, they hate PlayStation or they hate this. No, it could just be to the person. <laughs> the person, not necessarily hate that. He just didn't like the game that you played. And I feel mm-hmm. there's too much of that mentality going on when it comes to oh, definitely. reviewing games. So now as someone who's been on the other side of it and has played the game, obviously no one was like, you gave this game a bad score. No one, nobody was like that. But um, but yeah, I could see where that could like fluctuate in different places. So yeah, I'm actually curious. Have you ever been accused of being paid off to give a, a game a, a good review? I mean, because I, n- no, okay. however, um, and this is not me specifically, but I'll say my team, uh, right before uh, we left, there was obviously the Medium and Destruction All-Stars, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The best part was reading the comments in the video because you go to the Medium video and we didn't give it the, I think we gave it a seven. I'm not even sure. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, it wasn't a 10, right? It was a seven. Yeah. Yeah. Or something. I don't. I, I got to look or something like that. But basically, okay, there you then in the comments are yelling at us. Oh, they're Sony fanboys because we're named Dual Shockers, right? So they're they're you know shills. Right, right, right. You go to the PlayStation All Stars video, and I think it scored a little higher. Okay. You all you know? Or no, I'm sorry. Reverse. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. And then reverse. Like, all oh, you guys hate you hate PlayStation. You know, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like what is the what is the thought process here? <laughs> Jokes on them. You guys hate video games. One hundred percent. Yeah, all critics hate video games. That's, that's <laughs> so the day you get accused of being paid off is that like oh that's how I know I made it. <laughs> Basically, you know <laughs> yeah. you know that you're like in the discourse and everyone hates you. We were so. talking about goals earlier. That's the top one. Yes, when, you, when you're considered <laughs> uh, paid out shills, like once I get like a sponsorship on Point in Progress, it's gonna be great. So. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Him and hers, or whatever the hymns, or whatever the thing's called. Oh, yeah. 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 Me oh, and yeah, these. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Adam and Eve. Raid Shadow Legends. Raid Shadow Legends. That's the big that's, one. That's, yeah. the that's the one where we spell the hell out because I don't. Exactly. Read yeah. <laughs> Someone else can read it. I'm not reading that ad. I was about to say, I've seen the scripts for those things, and I was like, I like money, but I don't know that I'd be able to do that. <laughs> it's not a good game either. I like, I like the way uh, Scott the Waz did it, where like he made his video about the thing being like how good is it but it was still a sponsored video <laughs> get that bag man i'm never i'm never gonna clown on anyone for getting a sponsorship but i mean it's like there's some things that it's like ah, i just i don't know that i'd be able yeah. to do it 
No, for sure. Um, let's see. Now, Austin, he had a he couldn't be here tonight, but he did have a question. Um, say, um, any recent? I mean, not serious, but any uh, challenges that you had to overcome uh, when creating content? Um, uh, you know what? Yeah, I would say. Well, the recent thing, and, and I've said it now, I've said it now another place, so I don't feel bad saying it again. Mm -hmm. uh, having a plan and what you want to do for a whole year, and something comes up that makes you change it. So I'll, uh, I won't necessarily apply it so much to what happened last month, but I will apply it to last year. When you have an idea of what you want to accomplish for the year, don't be afraid to make some changes because things can happen, like a pandemic. So in this case, we, I had ideas and plans for what are we going to do for E3? What are we going to do for if we go to PAX? Um, oh, yeah. you know, if we have any more other events. Um, one of the last events uh, that I know that one of our writers got sent to was for um, uh, the Jedi game. Jedi Fallen Order. And he got mm -hmm. to go to Star Wars. <laughs> he got to go to <laughs> Lucasfilm and all that and do all the cool stuff. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. He just got so excited, he put the Kylo Ren mask on. That's how it sounded for a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so but yeah, so those things. I'm a little bit yeah. of a fan. No, 100%. But, so I was I was very jealous about that yeah. story, too. The fact that yeah, yeah, that's, me. that's really cool. Yeah. But, but uh, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. <laughs> Basically, being able to uh, change on the fly. So, of course, yeah. changing your content around. That's a little mm -hmm. DualShockers discussion. So that came about of us talking about games, live streaming on things stuff like that so you know don't be afraid to change you know when it needs to be if it's like important now in the case where your company is bought by another company and decided to change everything you ever did and completely end all your plans that you had for the upcoming months releases yeah that sucks um but that doesn't happen often so uh don't worry about that <laughs> and just do it like everybody else didn't just left yeah. discussions would you be open to talking about dual shockers or like yeah, or you don't want yeah, to get into ask it? Me why. So I mean uh, like what what was your story with what happened? Because like we heard from a couple of your old colleagues and they were all great, but like ooh, did, I, did I cut off? You're good. A little bit. You're, you're yeah. stuttering around a little bit, but you're good. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So I mean like, you know, you don't have to we're not asking you to talk anything bad about the company. Just like tell us what happened from your perspective with it. Yeah, I mean a lot of the a lot of stuff happened when I was asleep. Is <laughs> the best way to describe it, because uh, so essentially we were bought by GRV. I guess the owners set a meeting with us and said that hey, we sold the company. We sold it to this really great company. Mm -hmm. uh, we sold the fact that they are don't want to completely change Dual Shockers. They want to keep it, you know, as the same at least for you know a ninety day period to so sort of like acclimate and sort of like. Hey, you know, because uh, we were the first full-on gaming company. They do have something else um, in the UK, but it's this was like full-on, like this is our direct thing that we do. And uh, basically, yeah. So they 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 do this whole meeting and they say, hey, yeah, ninety days, you know, restructuring period or you know something like that. Then we actually meet the uh, the the new owners, and it was totally fine, totally cool. Talked about paid positions. Talked about you know. You know, a lot of people have been working for free, so, you know, we definitely want to pay you guys going forward. 
um, after, but after this sort of 90 day period thing. So it was like, like, again, status quo, nobody's getting paid, but after, Hey, maybe there's something for you. So immediately I'm like, okay, maybe my position, my position will in, in, uh, be safe or, you know, grow in some way. So we'll see. Then the key was basically given from the old owners to the new uh, owners uh, February 1st and immediately went to shit. Like immediately massive changes in terms of the way that they want to approach things. They were doing one-on-one missions with everybody, which is cool. Um, but at the same time, it wasn't enough because bad, like they would have a, like a, like a meeting with somebody like Ben Bayless, for instance, apparently he uh, notoriously had a terrible, terrible meeting with them. And I found that out like hours later. <laughs> and then he, he, you know, he basically left and hearing why and then seeing it on Twitter was also like, oh, like I was like, oh, that's interesting. Then we had our meeting and our meeting was very much like, hey, you know, we we want to do um, your videos more like Polygon. And I'm like, yeah, I, I understand that. Fair, fair enough. But the, the long form stuff that you guys do that it would just like you know it doesn't work for the algorithm or such or such you know like we did a video that was uh, a ranking of the pokemon games but mm-hmm. it was a long conversation we broke it up into three parts kind of like how we mm-hmm. said earlier right and uh at the same time they that's how i found out about the video thing because we also released the dual shockers discussion on the same day and they were like no, oh that's a, no, that's a no-no <laughs> and i'm like oh okay um obviously they are very heavily focused on the monetization stuff which you should be it's a business i i totally understand that and they were teaching me some new things along the way so that was that was totally fine um but the fact that the night that i had my meeting and i had to tell all the rest of the boys like hey everything that we've had planned for this month it's all gone we can't we can't do any of that um i know that we were supposed to structure um meetings going forward those are all different um so we had to think of things on the fly <laughs> and we were trying and there was, this wasn't like they had a directive what to do. It mm-hmm. was sort of like, Hey, for this first month, we're going to pay you such and such for each video that comes out. But you know, just, you know, uh, do it under these sort of guidelines. Um, and a lot of it was like, okay, well, so our videos have to be, you know, Oh, sorry. Google apparently popped up on my phone. It's all good. Uh, we have to, um, it's, it's, it's big Google listening in, uh, <laughs> They're like, you talking shit? Talking about their analytics. Um, <laughs> yeah. no, the videos have to be like eight minutes long. Um, they have to, you know, uh, I was immediately like, okay, you want listicles? What do you want? What do you, what do you want from us? And then if you watch like the last two weeks, it's been like different. Every video yeah. is totally different. It's not the same. Uh, you know, there, there's some, ra- we tried to do a new show really quickly and that was ridiculously silly. And it just, it put us in a scramble that wasn't smart. Like it, it, it sort of like made us like what I what I understand and, and I hear this from the others as well is that they were sort of putting us through like a boot camp in a way to make us struggle and force us out in a lot of ways, which is so bizarre and so, so antithetical to what you said before the switch over. Yeah. And so that's why it felt mm-hmm. like, yeah, that people were slowly leaving because they are implementing things just at a clip that just didn't make sense. And we're yeah. moving things like review, like the, there was like conversations about, all right, does culture matter? Does accessibility matter? Uh, does uh, reviews matter anymore in the traditional sense? Does previews matter? Do editorials matter? Uh, and it's like, you just you're just cutting the entire vertical. Okay, I I get it. We're not IGN. 
but these are like some of the cruxes of a video game website that you just want us to to not do so that way you could do shorter form articles that are 300 words just because they're and they're key phrased uh articles by the way so for instance like hey you love pokemon go boom pokemon go is big here's the news thing here's how to do it like if you look at now it's literally that it's like uh here's the top you know hot fixes things but it's never like uh like I, I don't even remember if we even covered the stadia stuff that happened earlier this month or any big news like there's this like we're missing out i'm not saying that we're missing out on like content wise but it's just like we're turning into like a a, a zergnet like right of, yeah. you know and i'm like what what happened you totally and then the best part is, I don't know if you saw, there was a Dual Shockers, like when they announced how we were being bought by somebody, mm-hmm. someone did like an NWO tweet of us, like, hey, don't worry, same Dual Shockers, same blah, blah. Like, no, but not at all. Like, huh. mm-hmm. yeah, so every- I saw you reposted that and said things that aged poorly. Yeah, things yeah, that aged poorly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, you totally, you know, I know that while our Dual Shockers Twitter handle was very much just like shit posting memes and stuff like that. Still, it, we had an identity we were trying to build, and they just killed mm-hmm. it. Just did something totally yeah. different with it, and I don't know. I just feel like we were on the right track, and we were doing successful, but without them um, mm-hmm. in, in January. January was our best month in, in a while, and then now uh, we're doing better, but we're better at because you don't have to pay a lot of people because you just force them out. Right. <laughs> so it's 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 rough, and it wasn't a very easy decision to do especially for the video side of it. Um, you know, I had my team, uh, Nick Blaine, Shaka McPain, uh, Scott White, of course, uh, Solid Snake, 112, and uh, Peter Spectek, who was still there. I love Peter. Peter's fantastic. Uh, and basically, I just, the 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 plagiarism, uh, I don't want to call it plagiarism because it's still like, Uh, yeah, the the thing that happened uh, that day that I decided to leave was just a straw too far because that wasn't the writer's fault. That was something that was brought down by someone from higher up and basically said, hey, do this because we know we'll get clicks. Not because, he, you know, plagiarism thing. It was just he thought it was going to be clicks because it was a Clash Royale stuff. Again, Clash Royale. We're getting fucking... Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying not to swear, but I didn't do it anyways. We're getting hit for Clash Royale stuff. This is ridiculous. And so that happened. I'm like, oh, I gave us still around if I'm honest. This is not cool. If this is the directives that they're coming in from above, then I just don't know if I can be a part of this. Mm-hmm. And um, I was advised that the day would be probably be the best day to leave. And I agreed. Uh, this is just my friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was and it was in the same place where like they said that, but I was also kind of already there. So right. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the only thing that was holding me back uh, <laughs> was my team, because I obviously wanted to make sure that they were okay. But mm-hmm. by talking to them, it already sounded like they were not that far behind. I know Nick kind of was like, Nick was probably going to leave before I decided to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of holding him to stay, because I, I really do love Nick. And then Scott Scott didn't give a fuck about any of it. <laughs> you probably thought that. Yeah, he told some crazy stuff last week about the whole graphics yeah. design thing and Oh yeah. my god, yeah, the fact that we decided that, hey, we're revamping our thumbnails again. Which were great. Here. Those were great looking thumbnails. Yeah, and then now they're gone. I mean, I, hey, shout out to the new thumbnails. I like it, but fuck. <laughs> but it was, like, it was your thing, though. It's, it's like you guys exactly, made that, yeah. trying to build it up, and then, yeah, these other dudes just come in, and you're like, nope. Yes. 
Yeah, that was also Scott's biggest complaint. He wasn't necessarily saying that the new stuff, at least in terms of thumbnails, was bad, but more so that like he wasn't given an opportunity to talk with the new guy and collaborate and figure this out together. Yeah. It's just more like you're gonna do what the people we, the people that we put in charge tell you to do, and like nothing else. Yes. Yeah. And uh, that happened. Yeah, I've read. I've, read, I've seen those things. I've seen. I've seen uh, what was said, and it was just like. How tone deaf are are you doing this? And I don't understand how you. I'm I, and I, I'm. This is me wondering, like, mm -hmm. um, wh what did you th think was going to happen after the accessibility thing when that blew up on you? What do you think about the PlayStation thing, the pleasure, plagiarism? Putting, oh my god, this pissed me off the most. Putting <sighs> hiring ads on Twitter yeah. after your e EIC left, and uh, are you just like, are you that tone deaf? Yeah, and I, I saw that. First was like, okay, we're looking for UK writers. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Totally love the UK. I mean, the person that left at that time was from the UK. So I'm like, maybe they're filling that spot. Mm -hmm. I'm like, are you seriously, are you pushing us out? Like, is this what is happening here? Like, I just, I just, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. The one thing I will say, no, no, I can't say that. <laughs> um, the owners never came out and just said, hey, we're sorry for this or had a conversation about it or why. It was always like, I'll do one-on-one -on -one meetings. It's like, no, I need you to have like a town hall meeting. Mm -hmm. Like, I You're need talking about the new owners or the original owners. The the, the new owners. Like okay. after Ben left, there should have been like a meeting. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. instead it was. I even brought up the hey, we should do a town hall meeting, but it was at a time that was like because they're also London time, and you know, we have to like figure out like figure out the times, and it just never worked out where we could make it happen for have like a group of people. Mm -hmm. So it was like. It ended up being mute <laughs> to do so. So uh, that that sucked. Um, and it was, you know, it was interesting to hear how some people were planning on leaving like a little bit later, but then they end up leaving immediately. I was like, they, they've had enough. And I'm like, you know what? I have enough as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's the long and short of it. It looks like things are looking better for you. I mean, you're doing point in progress. You're still doing your other stuff, your YouTube channel, your Twitch channel, right? Yeah, so going forward, obviously, I'm going to have to, you know, pull the resources that I was doing on those and then, yeah, focusing on myself for now. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully that leads to potential, you know, employment in the future for other mm -hmm. places. Um, you know, I, I, of course, yeah, at the Twitch uh, channel that I will, I will set up a schedule. I just still <laughs> trying to figure it out. I'm in the honeymoon phase of getting pushed out. Uh, <laughs> and then, of course, uh, you know, um, the point in progress stuff is great because that is something we've already, it was already established that that's what I was going to do on the weekends. Yeah. And now it's like, Oh, I can put so much more in this. And then, so there's a project that obviously there's the main podcast. There's a side project podcast that I am developing that will be going out hopefully soon. I got to get a couple of episodes in, but it will be a seasonal show. It's very much in the vein of a Mark Marin kind of like conversational thing mm -hmm. that is outside of games. Cool. So it's Ooh. just, so I can just talk to people as humans. Um, that I'm interested mm -hmm. in. So uh, I am looking very, very forward to that. It's seasonal. Um, there will be theme seasons. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, doing a lot of that extra work. That's cool. great. And listen, any place that decides to hire you has got a great person on their hands. You do good work. Just want you to know that. I know it doesn't feel like that lately, but you do. Hey, we're big fans. Yeah. No, thank you so much. And yeah, the outpouring obviously after I left was, you know, overwhelming as always. And 
there's a lot of great positivity out there and I'm, I'm happy for it. So yeah, thank you to everyone that reached out and everyone here. And yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's something we talked about on the podcast that released last week, but it was something like, at least for me, just sitting here, seeing everybody leave. It's like, we have to do something. We're, we're, even though we're a small podcast, like we can't sit here. It's like, we, we, I felt like we had to do something and that's why I brought it to the other guys. And Mm -hmm. so no, that was thank you so much for that. Honestly, like mm-hmm. I would have been on, I would have been on that one, but I um already was like had some that was hanging out. It was someone was coming to visit me, so I had a right. part of that. No, no. But right. at the same time, thank you so much for everyone else to have a chance to have their voice and have their voice heard for for the people that want to know. Um, because like you said, it's not going to be on IGN, it's not going to be on Kotaku, it's not going to be at any of these mm-hmm. places. So thank you so much for giving a place to vent. Um, there is a place that we vent currently. That is on Dualshock. That's on Discord. That's hilarious and sad and scary. But uh, we're yelling at each other. So thank you so much for giving us an outlet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, Close your we, eyes. Yeah. Let someone else for a minute. Mm-hmm. It's like exactly. we didn't do much talking that episode. We just kind of listened. We're there to listen. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> thank. Uh, thanks for sharing. Um, to end on a bit of a lighter note, uh, what's your most anticipated game of 2021? Would have been Breath of the Wild too, but I don't think that's happening. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Question mark. We recorded this right after the direct, so just to give yeah. people a reference. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got. I'm gonna do a two. I'm gonna do two of them. Uh, the most anticipated things that I'm interested in that I'm hoping are really good. I want Gotham Knights to be really good. Um, yes. The trailer looked, in my opinion, great. It was a great presentation for that game. I'm excited for co-op fun stuff in the Batman universe. I just want another open world Batman game. It's been long enough at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm replaying through one right now. So yeah, I'm very much interested. I know that this is no longer in the same universe, but that's fine. I'm okay with that too. Um, and then obviously I'm also, you know, as a recent, like someone who's completed a bunch of Resident Evil games recently, very excited for Resident Evil Village. Yeah, baby. Very excited to have that continue on. So that's very soon. I'm very excited. And it's going to be on PS5 that I got. So I'm very excited. You looking forward to getting stepped on by the vampire lady? One billion percent. Uh, <laughs> I learned her name just so I could say it. It's like oh my. Uh, Lady Demitrescu. So very, very, very excited for uh, to get stepped on. <laughs> yeah, big time. I'm going to die a lot in that game. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna die quite a on bit purpose. <laughs> oh no, you got me. <laughs> yeah. My favorite... Uh, yeah, the, the meme of the video of like you know being chased by lady De- uh the big tall vampire lady and it's just like oh no i hope i don't fall just like <laughs> my favorite yeah. one was when they posted her official height someone replied with just a picture of her attached to the vr the internet is so horny oh man <sighs> been cooped up for this long you know this is why yeah, everyone... yeah, i feel like it's gotten worse since, since yeah. the Resident Evil announcement. suddenly it's just it's just everywhere you know, yeah. I, I yeah. feel like it's just so much worse lately. We're all in, we've been inside too long. Coming up on we are 100% horny on main all the time now. I've never it's seen it's someone... socially acceptable now, and I'm here for it, you know? That's the thing, yeah. yeah. Someone on Twitter was, like, posting about, like, a SpongeBob character they find they found hot or something, and then someone oh, quoted God. it and was like, we've been inside for way too long. Someone help us. <laughs> we got too far. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it reminded me of, because last night I posted, because um, I was on, t- I was on uh, OKCupid, and this person's name was Cell, and so of course I wrote, "You're my favorite soundtrack." <laughs> <laughs> no response. What? Oh, not worth it. Not worth great. it. No. 
you don't want people with that kind of energy, you know? No. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yes. Oh. Well, thank you so much, guys, so much for watching. Mario, please let the people watching and listening know where they can find you. Yes, you can find me at that Mario Rivera on Twitter, uh, where I will be uh, posting all types of weird stuff at four o'clock. Uh, so please enjoy that. Uh, you can find me playing games right now. I'm playing through uh, Mar Super Mario 3D World uh, plus Bowser Fury on uh, my Twitch at Twitch.tv/thatMarioRivera. You of course can find me on uh, my new podcast with a wonderful group of people uh, at Point in Progress uh, on the YouTube uh, Twitter handle everywhere we're even on your podcast services so if you have spotify google uh, itunes all that just point in progress you should be able to find us we have a very special episode coming out uh this uh today it already came out uh it is our after it was a valentine's day special it's now our after valentine's day special uh of a, a little inside joke i don't know if any of you guys saw love and sex stuff like the last time they did it but i called in i paid 70 dollars mm -hmm. to uh talk about the the bases the the, the oh bases. yeah yep uh, yeah it stemmed from a joke that I obviously it was not true. I do know what the bases are, um, but we ended up calling it the third base club, which I thought was <laughs> awesome. And so we're doing it as a one-off uh, sex positive podcast that is going. Awesome. <laughs> so you can listen to that. Listen to uh, the fun story Fee tells about a bear. It's great. And no uh, enjoy. Enjoy. That sounds amazing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to listen to that for sure. Yo, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Again, thank you all so much for watching, and we will see you at the next replay. Goodbye. Bye.